America on par, a powerful bunch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for listening. I know it's been a while since my last podcast. Been busy creating a new radio show with my partner, Louis R. Avaloni. You should check it out. It's called American Ground Radio. You can hear it at AmericanGroundRadio.com. Well, did you watch the State of the Union speech by President Trump earlier this week? Got a lot of good reviews, even from some left-leaning places. According to CBS, 76% of the American who watched approved of the speech. CNN's polling showed that 59% said it was very positive. 17% said it was somewhat positive. Add those up, that means 76% again approved of the speech. Only 23% thought it was negative. And the truth is, the fact is, there was a lot in that speech that was absolutely unambiguously good for America and for Americans. Line after line, the president listed things that made the lives of Americans better. But time and time again, some of the people who sat in the chamber didn't clap. And you could see them not clapping because most of them were wearing all white. Their motionlessness stood out. By the way, wearing all white. So many of the Democrat women in Congress all decided to wear white as a show of unity or resistance or something. Even Speaker Pelosi sat up there just behind the president wearing all white. That's an odd choice this day and age, especially to an important red carpet event like the State of the Union. Speaker Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, who are you wearing? Oh, this... This is just something I picked up from Governor Northam's 1984 spring collection. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who are you wearing? This is vintage Robert Byrd. He used to wear white dresses, and it made him very popular in the Democrat Party, so I figured, why not? Of course, I left off the hood. I can't have my face covered in case I need to take a selfie. So they wore all white to show unity. Not with America but with each other. The Democrat congresswomen were united with themselves, but that unity, that collectivism, stood out from the rest of the chamber. Some of that collective separation from everyone else was on purpose, but some of the evidence of their mental isolation from the rest of the representatives of the people of the United States of America was accidental. They didn't intend for you to see the real evidence of how they view you, how they view themselves, and how they view America. But the evidence was real. And it wasn't in their attire, but in their behavior. Their actions on Tuesday night betrayed their thoughts and processes. Let me prove it to you. I'm going to run down the words the president said that were absolutely unambiguously good for America and Americans that the Democrats refused to applaud. Here is the list of things that the president stated that made your personal life better that your representatives didn't like. You ready? There is a new opportunity in American politics if only we have the courage to seize it. Most of the Democrats did not applaud that opportunity to make your life better. Next, we must reject the politics of revenge and resistance and retribution and embrace the boundless potential of cooperation, compromise, and the common good. 
A few Democrats refused to applaud that. They wanted to continue their acts of revenge, resistance, and retribution. People like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did not clap, suggesting they want to continue to keep politics as vicious and destructive as possible. Now, Nancy Pelosi did stand, but she clapped very aggressively at the president. It almost looked like she was trying to slap him with two hands at the same time. It was odd. We must choose between greatness or gridlock, results or resistance, vision or vengeance, incredible progress or pointless destruction. Tonight, I ask you to choose greatness. That didn't go over well either. Now, maybe some Democrats believed in their hearts that division and resistance and vitriol and anger against this president really will make America a better place to live. That's an illogical view to have, but it's possible that it's a sincere belief. Fine. We can disagree on how to make America better as long as we all agree that making America better means making life better for Americans. Right? Right? Well, that's where we have a problem because this next part of the list isn't about how to make things better in the future. It's a simple rundown of facts that show things have already gotten better. Nearly 5 million Americans have been lifted off food stamps. We are considered far and away the hottest economy anywhere in the world. African-American, Hispanic-American, and Asian-American unemployment have all reached their lowest levels ever recorded. Unemployment for Americans with disabilities has also reached an all-time low. More people are working now than at any time in our history. 157 million. The Democrats, the new white shirts, didn't clap for any of that. The president listed several facts about how life was better for you and me and the Democrats we have elected to Congress thought all of those things were bad. Your improvement was bad in their minds, and their actions, not clapping, betrayed their thoughts. We passed a massive tax cut for working families and doubled the child tax credit. We virtually ended the estate or death tax on small businesses, ranches, and family farms. We eliminated the very unpopular Obamacare individual mandate. Now, Democrats didn't stand for any of this. I understand they didn't support the tax cut in the first place. But the massive economic improvement after the bill was passed should have shown them their beliefs were wrong. More people getting hired, people having more disposable income, the great business boom all across America this past year, that should have demonstrated the error of their resistance to the tax cuts. It didn't. Once again, the Democrat Party is not in favor of your success. Turns out they may not be in favor of you potentially living longer either. Quote, and to give critically ill patients access to life-saving cures we passed right to try. The only Democrat who I saw stand and clap for that was Kirsten Sinema, the new senator from Arizona. Quote, my administration has cut more regulations in a short time than any other administration during its entire tenure. Silence. Companies are coming back to our country in large numbers thanks to historic reductions in taxes and regulations. Arms crossed. We have unleashed a revolution in American energy. The United States is now the number one producer of oil and natural gas in the world. Democrat Joe Manchin stood up and looked at the whiteys behind him who were all sitting motionless. 
That didn't matter. Joe clapped harder because he knows this is excellent news for his state of West Virginia and for the people who live and work there. And now, for the first time in 65 years, we are a net exporter of energy. There was Joe Manchin again, clapping like a lone penguin in a white, snowy wasteland. Members of Congress, the state of our union is strong. How can you not clap for that? You're wearing white as a show of unity. Wouldn't people who are dressing up like twinsies for unity want a strong union? An economic miracle is taking place in the United States, and the only thing that can stop it are foolish wars, politics, or ridiculous partisan investigations. Chirp, chirp. Then the president shifted to immigration. Now is the time for the Congress to show the world that America is committed to ending illegal immigration and putting the ruthless coyotes, cartels, drug dealers, and human traffickers out of business. Come on, man! How could you be possibly opposed to putting human traffickers out of business? The Democrats claim... They are no longer in favor of slavery as a party, that they left that ugly past behind them decades ago. And yet, it's the Democrats who think it's a bad idea to stop human trafficking in this country in this day? I want people to come into our country in the largest numbers ever, but they have to come in legally. Republicans cheered. They roared. Democrats literally rolled their eyes. The next time any Democrat in America tells you they are in favor of strong border security or that they aren't in favor of illegal immigration or that they respect the rule of law, go back and watch this moment. The Democrats were opposed to legal immigration. If you aren't in favor of legal immigration, two words, then you are either opposed to the second word, immigration, you're opposed to all forms of immigration, or you are opposed to the first word, and you only want illegal immigration. That's why Nancy Pelosi won't pass the funds to build the wall that Congress already approved. She doesn't want to stop illegal immigration, and this moment in the State of the Union proves it. As telling as that moment was, there was actually one more, just a few minutes later, that was more telling. There was a moment that completely revealed what the Democrat Party supports and what they don't support. Ready? Here it is. No one has benefited more from our thriving economy than women who have filled 58% of the new jobs created in the last year. As the cameras panned across the left half of the chamber, Democrats, especially the women who were wearing white, sat and scowled and frowned and shook their heads and rolled their eyes. Then the camera flips to the right side of the chamber and there are Republicans who are standing up and clapping and one is pointing aggressively at the congresswoman sitting across the aisle. He's trying to tell them, hey, you're part of that 58% of new jobs. 
Indeed, many of the white dresses were freshmen, women who just got a new job. As the Democrats slowly realize that the success he's talking about includes them, they start to stand up and cheer. They weren't in favor of women doing well until the Republicans pointed out they were some of those women who were doing well. Then as if to drive the point home, the president said, quote, we also have more women serving in the Congress than ever before. Well, they went nuts over that. They were jumping up and down, high-fiving each other, cheering, and then they broke out into a rousing chant of USA, USA, USA. Think about that for a minute. The state of our union is strong. Nothing. More African Americans, Hispanics, and Asians working than ever before. Silence. Four million people have been pulled out of poverty. Eye roll. More women are getting paychecks than ever before. Scowl. But when the president points out that those Democrats themselves are doing well, pandemonium. If you ever needed to know what was important to the Democrats in Congress, this moment should clarify it for you. They are not moved by your successes. They will not celebrate your life getting better. They don't care about your achievements. But they are deeply, passionately excited by their own. Don't take my word for it. Go watch the tape. And then decide whose success are you more interested in. Theirs or yours. Thanks for listening. I'm Stephen Parr. And I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light of